there is something called risk factors which means those factors that make a certain person more prone than the others to these cardiovascular and lifestyle diseases that I've just mentioned. Now for all practical purposes, when I say cardiovascular, I'm referring to anything pertaining to arteries of heart and the rest of the body. Now the risk factors are of two types. One is modifiable. These are the ones that can be modified and I mean we can control these factors in our favor. The other type is non-modifiable. These you can't do anything about in the current scenario in medicine. It's important to know both these factors because based on these, you can assess whether or not you are at risk of developing these diseases. This is episode number one of Lifeline Unplugged, Heart and Lifestyle Diseases, Who Can Get Them? With me, Dr. Surpreet Chopra. Welcome guys to Lifeline Unplugged. And I'm your host, Dr. Supreet Chopra. This podcast, Lifeline Unplugged, is an educational initiative of NGO SC Heart Foundation, where every week I'm going to talk to you about everything related to heart and lifestyle diseases. All of that straight to you, from my heart to your heart. I'm a cardiac surgeon by profession and founder and chairperson of Supreet Chopra Heart Foundation, an NGO that serves underprivileged patients and makes treatment and heart surgeries affordable. We also conduct educational seminars for public awareness of heart and lifestyle diseases and how to prevent them. Heart and lifestyle diseases. They are the biggest killers in the world today. The situation has become alarming because around 70% of deaths are due to heart and lifestyle diseases. Owing to this alarming state of affairs, SC Heart Foundation started a campaign, hashtag go red for heart. This was started to educate general public regarding heart and lifestyle diseases, their prevention, disease burden, progression, complications, treatment options, and other aspects of health. Heart and lifestyle diseases, they amount to around 70% of all deaths. This is shocking. There was a time, maybe three decades back, when communicable diseases, infections, they used to be the major cause of death and suffering. But now, what is it that has changed? The only connecting link is our lifestyle. I'll be talking to you about what are lifestyle diseases and who are the people who are more prone than the rest to get these diseases. Without further ado, let me jump straight into the content for you. Welcome back to Lifeline Unplugged. And I'm super excited to share with you all that I've learned in my medical career of more than 20 years. So coming back to the topic. Now, what are lifestyle diseases? These are those that develop because of poor lifestyle, apart from some other factors as well that I'm going to subsequently tell you about. I'll talk to you about heart diseases first. There are many kinds of heart diseases, but the most prevalent and common 
of these are the ones in which the arteries of the heart they get blocked and cause chest pain angina or heart attack the other symptoms of blocked arteries are breathing difficulty which has either occurred suddenly or over a period of time then is palpitations when you are abnormally aware of your heart thumping or beating fast or you feel that you are missing a beat then is syncope or when you momentarily lose consciousness and you're not aware of your surroundings unpleasant dizziness profuse sweating and so on when a heart attack occurs it can be deadly and life threatening what happens is a portion or majority of heart doesn't receive blood flow because of blocked arteries and that portion of heart starts going dead within minutes and if the patient is not brought to the hospital in time that portion of heart which is under threat of going dead cannot be revived in time and the heart eventually weakens and this can lead to heart failure heart failure is a clinical condition where heart efficiency is phenomenally reduced and it's unable to pump sufficient amount of blood to the rest of the body and when the body goes into a state of oxygen deprivation it gives rise to certain signals now these signals then reach the brain and the brain is then triggered and uh, then it gives rise to some neurohormonal signals to make it simple for you let's say that the brain tells the body to make certain changes in itself to compensate for the oxygen deprivation these changes are picked up as a bunch of signs and symptoms that are eventually picked up by a doctor and the patient is then diagnosed with heart failure i'm going to talk to you about heart failure in my later episodes let me tell you the basics first now other lifestyle diseases include stroke also called as paralysis this happens because of sudden blockage of the arteries that reach the brain this condition can be life threatening too if not treated in time another set is when the arteries in the various parts of your body stop receiving blood because of sudden blockage of the arteries that supply that particular part of the body for instance some of you must have probably experienced or at least witnessed someone around you whose leg has suddenly lost sensation become painful skin became dark legs got swollen and cold and when they reached out to a doctor it was probably too late all of this happens because of blockage of leg arteries many go on to develop gangrene as well which eventually requires amputation i hope you understand what is an amputation or else i'll tell you it is a surgery in which the dead portion of the limb is disconnected from the body through an operation failing which there is a huge risk to life because of sepsis now sepsis is when the infection from that dead portion of the limb either leg or arms or finger goes on to spread to the whole of the body this is life threatening now talking about other lifestyle diseases these are high blood pressure diabetes obesity metabolic syndrome among many others now let's talk about the why part of it why do some people get these diseases and some don't there is something called risk factors 
which means those factors that make a certain person more prone than the others to these cardiovascular and lifestyle diseases that I've just mentioned. Now, for all practical purposes, when I say cardiovascular, I'm referring to anything pertaining to arteries of heart and the rest of the body. Now, the risk factors are of two types. One is modifiable. These are the ones that can be modified. And I mean, we can control these factors in our favor. The other type is non-modifiable. These you can't do anything about in the current scenario in medicine. It's important to know both these factors because based on these, you can assess whether or not you are at risk of developing these diseases. Now, let's talk about modifiable factors, the ones you can control. Diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, obesity, metabolic syndrome, stress, lack of exercise, sedentary lifestyle, smoking, tobacco chewing, consuming gutka and junk food, poor sleeping habits or lack of sleep, and females who are on oral contraceptive pills are also at risk. Now let's talk about non-modifiable factors. People above the age of 40 are at risk. But since the last one decade, we are seeing a rise in the number of deaths and people who are below 40 as well. And the situation has worsened post-COVID. Next at risk are postmenopausal women. Women who have stopped having periods or those who are slowly showing signs of irregular periods around the age of menopause. There was a time when women were thought to be protected by virtue of their hormones, but not anymore. The numbers are rising in women as well, and the situation is as bad as in men. Another one is family history of heart attack and other cardiovascular diseases, high cholesterol in the family, then having comorbidities like COPD. Now, COPD is a lung condition where the airway channels of your lungs become chronically narrowed and stiff. Others are cancer, mental disorders, inflammatory diseases, complicated deliveries in women, high sugar levels and blood pressure during pregnancies, and kidney diseases. So, all of you out there, who have any one or more risk factors, I would suggest that you get an yearly checkup done to rule out any signs of cardiovascular diseases. This can be done through a battery of tests that your heart doctor would recommend to you. If you have symptoms, I would recommend that you please connect with your doctor ASAP. Get yourself evaluated and follow up as advised. Now, having said all of that, there is some good news as well. More than 90% of cardiovascular diseases, that is diseases that affect the arteries of your whole body, are preventable. Isn't it just great? But how is that possible? Well, we'll learn about that in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lifeline Unplugged. You can subscribe to this show from whichever platform you're listening to this podcast. And I hope this episode made you introspect a bit and that I have brought some value to your life. Also, that 
you bring positive changes in your habits and live a wholesome life for yourself and your loved ones. Remember, people who love you are always dreaming their future with you around them. If I really brought some value in your lives, let me know about that on Facebook and Instagram page at the rate DSC Heart Foundation and on Twitter at the rate DSCH Foundation. I shall link the profiles for you all on my Facebook page at the rate DSC Heart Foundation. I'm looking forward to your valuable feedback. Would love to read them all. That way, I am always inspired to bring you guys more information, more value, and together we all live wholesome quality lives.